Music has the ability to change lives. It can transform our soul and shape who we are. A great song will stand the test of time and never go out of style. Today, Spartan TV and Spartan Chat will have the opportunity to meet the legend himself, Richard Sturbin. At first, when you hear the name Richard Sturbin, it might not ring a bell until you hear his deep, rich, and authentic voice. That's right, today we are interviewing one of the singers from the Oak Ridge Boys. Richard has had a long career being a part of the Oak, of the Oak Ridge Boys for over 51 years. He has had an incredible successful career from singing backup from Elvis Presley to working with legends Johnny Cash and Paul Simon. Throughout his career with the Oak Ridge Boys, he has, he has had over a dozen number one hits, such as Elvira, over 30 top 10 songs, and has won numerous Dove and Grammy Awards, as well as having several gold and platinum albums. Richard and the Oak Ridge Boys were inducted into the Gospel Hall of Fame in 2000, and then the Country Hall Music Hall of Fame in 2015. Thank you, Richard, for being with us today. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's great for me to be here. Certainly it is. And I, I you know, I have to say, you know, I, I do, uh, you know, a lot of these, I do a lot of the interviews for the group and this is the, the prettiest group of girls I've ever had interview me. <laughs> so it's, it's a pleasure to be with all of you. It really is. Yes. Thank you. We would love to ask, to ask you a few questions today, if that's okay. okay. Sure, please go go for it. Yes. Throughout your career, you have worked with so many samples like Elvis, Johnny Cash, and Paul Simons, and many and many others. Is is there one that you felt has been the most most influ influential in your life? Well, you know, it, it, it's difficult to to just you know point it down to pinpoint one person is what I'm trying to say. You know, so so many great things have happened to us over the years, happened to me personally. But I, I have to say, you know, singing with Elvis probably comes at the top of that list. You know, I happened to be in the right place at the right time. I was singing in a group called J.D. Sumner and the Stamps Quartet. And we got a phone call and we found ourselves singing on stage with the biggest star in the world back then. You know, the king of rock and roll himself, Elvis. And it was a special time. You know, Elvis, as I said, was the biggest star in the world. His tour was the biggest tour in the music business back then. I know you, you guys all know about Taylor Swift right now. Well, okay. back then, Elvis was Elvis was the Taylor Swift of that, er that era, you know, and, and he was the biggest star in the world. And to be a part of that, you know, tour was was really amazing. I have some great memories of the times I spent with Elvis, I got to know him. So it was a special time. There's no doubt about it. You know, and I have to tell you, while I was singing with Elvis, one day I got a phone call and uh, it was from William Lee Golden of the Oak Ridge Boys. Now he's the guy in our group with the long beard. You know, he's, 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 he's very recognizable. You recognize him immediately. And he called me and said, their bass singer was leaving and they wanted to know the Oak Ridge boys wanted to know if I would be interested in taking the job. So here I was apparently on top of the world singing with the biggest star in the world, but I had to make a decision like, what do I do? 
And I have to admit that I was also a big fan of the Oak Ridge Boys. I really thought the group had a great deal of potential, and I wanted to be a part of the, of, of the group. So I made a decision back in 1972 to leave Elvis and to join the Oak Ridge Boys. And I've never been sorry. You know, uh, a lot of people question that decision. How could you do that? But I, I believed in my heart I was doing the right thing. And now 50, believe it or not, 51 years later, when I look back, I think I made a pretty good decision back then because so many great things have happened to me. So Elvis, yeah, probably comes at the top of that list. And I, I also have to mention Johnny Cash. You know, Johnny Cash, along with Elvis, was also a very special person. I don't think there would be an Oak Ridge Boys today if it wasn't for Johnny Cash. He was a real influence on us in the early days of our career when we were struggling. And he gave us you know, not not just financial help, but he gave us words of encouragement that when we were about to give up, we we, we did not give up because of the encouragement that he gave us. So, so he was a special person as well. So those two guys, Elvis and then also Johnny Cash, probably come at, I hope I'm answering your question, but they, they come at the top of the list. So we have been doing a lot of research preparing for this interview today. In some of your previous articles and interviews we've watched, we noticed that you mentioned in your heart you knew it was time to leave Elvis when you heard about the tryout for the Oak Ridge Boys. Was there a specific reason or reasons that helped to guide your heart into making the decision or leap of faith at that time? Why did you, you leave Elvis when the band was, was so successful at the time? And you kind of already answered this question, but... Well, well you know, I can certainly elaborate on that, though. You know, there's no, you know I, I'll be glad to. Uh, you know, I was singing with Elvis and it was very exciting. You know, uh, as I mentioned earlier in the interview, Elvis was the biggest star in the world back then. And every moment on stage was very, very exciting. But I also have to admit that I was a backup singer. You know, I was standing in the dark, kind of, you know, no one realized who I was. I, I was just singing background harmonies. And my personal aspirations were beyond doing that. Now, it was very exciting being with Elvis. And I, I have some great memories, as I mentioned. I got to know him just a little bit. It was a special time in my life. But I also was a big fan of the Oak Ridge Boys, you know, I, and I loved the music that they were making, you know, and 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 I, I really felt that they, you know, had a great deal of potential. I had no idea 51 years ago when I made that decision to leave Elvis and join the Oak Ridge Boys that I would have the career that I've been blessed with and I've been able to have. So many great things have happened, and not just me personally, but all four of the Oak Ridge Boys. And we've been very blessed. We've sung for several presidents of the United States. You, one of you already mentioned, you know, that we're members of the, of the Gospel Music Hall of Fame, you know, the Country Music Hall of Fame. We're also members of the Grand Old Opry, which is something very, very special. So many great things have happened to us. And so I think I think I, I made a pretty good decision back then. And now that I look back on it, I've never regretted it. I never have. How long were you singing and trying to make it professionally before you landed as a singer for Elvis? Well, you know, I, I went to... Uh, well, first of all, let me, uh, I'll go back to my childhood. You know, the... Uh, First, and, and you'll probably find this hard to believe, but the first singing that I ever did, believe it or not, was as a boy soprano. I had a high voice, and uh, I was in church. I was in Sunday school, and uh, 
I don't remember the song I was I sang back then, but I do remember that experience of me being in front of the congregation in the church singing. And I felt, even though I was only about six years old at the time, I felt impressed that day that this is what I was meant to do with my life. I was meant to sing in front of people. And so, you know, I followed that dream, you know, and, and uh, uh, I had a high voice until I got into junior high school. And I remember in seventh grade, and I know you girls, you girls are not in seventh grade yet, <laughs> but I know when I was in seventh grade, I was still singing with a high voice. And over the summer, between seventh grade and eighth grade, my voice made a change. It made a drastic change. And I went, went back from my eighth grade year in junior high school. The choir teacher could not believe the difference. She put me in the second bass section. And, and obviously, I've been there ever since, you know. And so uh, uh, I, I'm very fortunate, you know, I happened to be in the right place at the right time. You know, when I when J.D. Sumner hired me for the for to sing in, in, in Stamps Quartet and, and the rest is kind of history. You know, I, uh, because I was in the right place at the right time, I was able then to sing with Elvis and to sing with the biggest star in the world. So I've been very fortunate. I have a great I had a great career, but it started not as a professional as much as just a young boy in church and in Sunday school. How many years did you sing with Elvis? Well, you know, it, it, I sang with Elvis for just about a year and a half, for about two years before I joined the Oak Ridge Boys. I told you I sang with J.D. Sumner and the Stamps Quartet. And for about a year and a half of that time, I sang with, with Elvis. I happened to be, as I mentioned earlier, I happened to be in the right place at the right time. When I joined J.D. Sumner and the Stamps, uh, Elvis was looking for a new backup group. And he had a friendship that he established many years before that with J.D. Sumner. So he called J.D. Sumner up. He wanted to hire a new backup group. And I happened to be in the right place at the right time. And all of a sudden, as a young guy in my 20s, I found myself singing with the biggest star in the world, Elvis. And it was a special experience for me, to say the least. I will never forget those days. What is your favorite memory that you have working with Elvis? Well, you know, I have a lot of great memories working with Elvis. I, you know, I could probably talk for hours and I'd give you some great Elvis stories because I've had some great experiences there. The one that probably sticks out the most in my mind is probably the first time that I ever met Elvis. I was, I told you I was with JD and the stamps. And when we found out that we were going to be singing with Elvis, singing with the king of rock and roll. It, it, it was very exciting. But we also realized that we had to learn Elvis songs. So we had to go to rehearse. And the tour was starting in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So we had to go there several days ahead of time to rehearse together with Elvis. And I remember that day going to the place where we were scheduled to rehearse. We got there. Elvis was not there. The TCB band, Elvis's band, they were all there. The, the sweet inspirations, the ladies that sang with Elvis for years, Kathy Westmoreland, the soprano with the high voice, they were all there. We got a chance to know them, to hang out with them, and to meet them, but there was still no Elvis. And even they said, you know, Elvis likes to be fashionably late, but this is a little unusual. 
But after a while, we heard some commotion coming down the hallway. The door opened to the room where we were going to rehearse. Elvis walked through the door. Up to that point in my life, I was a I was an Elvis fan, but just kind of a casual Elvis fan. I remember when he walked through the door, my jaw dropped. I figured now I realize why he is the biggest star in the world. When he walked into the room, he has such presence. I mean, you could feel him in the room almost. And I will never forget that feeling. I'll never forget that, that experience. He came over to all of us. He hugged us all, called us by our first names. He recognized, uh, and, you know, our our, our 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 first names, and we were, and and we realized that he then was the biggest star in the world. I'll never forget that experience. It's something like I say, the rest of my life I'll never forget it. The first time you ever meet someone like Elvis, you know, it's a special thing, and it was certainly a special thing for me personally. What is your favorite song that you made? have made? Why is it your favorite song? It's probably Elvira. You know, it's, it's, our, it's the Oak Ridge Boys' biggest song. It's our signature song. It's the song that people recognize the Oak Ridge Boys by, you know. And I have a special part on that song, the giddy up, a oom pop, a oom pop, a mow mow part. So that if, if I had such a thing, as a claim to fame, it would be that baseline, you know, because it's, it's, it's really well known. But I, and I even to this day, I have a lot of fun every time we sing that it, 40 over 40 years later, even when we sing that song every night on stage. I love to look out in the audience when I get to that giddy up, um, papa, mow, mow part to look at most of the men in the audience trying to sing that part along with me. So so, so it's, it's kind of a lot of fun. But, you know, I don't know. You know, I say that's the obvious answer, but not necessarily. I don't know that that's. My favorite Oak Ridge Boys song, a song written by a good friend of ours named Eddie Raven, a song called Thank God for Kids probably would come into that category. William Lee Golden, he's the gentleman in our group with the long beard. You know, he looks like he could be with ZZ Top, if you if girls know who that is. Uh, but but he he's, he's an unusual character. He has a way of taking a lyric in a song, a words in a song, and interpreting those words, and then communicating those words to the audience. And you can tell when he's singing that song, Thank God for Kids, that it is touching people. It's moving people. You know, you look into the audience, you see people holding hands, you see people hugging their kids, you see tears in people's eyes. And so you can tell it's, it, it, it's, it's touching people. It is a special moment in an Oak Ridge Boys show. It has been for years. So I, so if I had to really, if you really push me to find one song that's my favorite, I would say the, uh, the, the most special moment in any Oak Ridge Boys show is when William Lee Golden sings, Thank God for Kids. What is the greatest sacrifice that you have made for your career? Well, you know, so many great things have happened to us. And I have to tell you that the good points far outweigh the bad points in the career that we've had. So many great things have happened to us. Uh, we've been so blessed. We've been so fortunate, you know, but I, if, if I, if, if I had to zero in on one thing, that's probably the most difficult thing that is being away from home a lot. We have been a group that has worked on an average of 150 to 160 days a year 
on the road every year. You throw in travel days into that. It makes being gone from home for a big part of the year kind of a way of life. So over the course of the years, a lot of things that a lot of normal people have had a chance to experience with your kids, with you, now with your grandkids, I've missed a lot of that throughout my life. You know, so that's that's the biggest sacrifice. Uh, we've been able to provide a great living for our families, but they realize that a price comes with that. And the, uh, their, their fathers, you know, and their husbands and their fathers being gone is the price that sometimes we have to pay. So that's the biggest difficulty, you know, but but overall, the good parts far outweigh the bad parts. No question about it. When you go on a to- on a tour, what length of time do you have to work until you, you get home? Well, it's, it's, it's pretty, from the time we leave town, it, it depends upon how long the tour is. You know, sometimes it's a short tour for just a day or two. Sometimes it can be, you know, a, a longer tour, the last three or four days. Sometimes it can be a week. And I remember there are times in our career when we've gone away for over a month. Now, that's, that's a tough one, you know, and, and so it all depends on the length of the tour. But, uh, and so so it, it varies from, from time to time. Can you tell us a little bit about the tour the Oak Ridge Boys are currently doing and let our listeners know about the upcoming concert at the Egyptian Theater in DeKalb? Well, we are, we, we are doing a uh, Christmas tour right now. And, you know, I think over the course of the years, the Oak Ridge Boys have become known for our Christmas music. We now have, I think it's either eight or nine Christmas albums out. And and we've done, this will be our 34th consecutive year to do a Christmas tour. It's a special time of the year for the Oak Ridge Boys. And so we're looking forward to bringing the Christmas tour your way. And we're excited about it. And it's, 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 a, special, it's a special night. There's no question about it. And quite often, when people find out we're doing a Christmas show and it's a Christmas tour, usually the very next question they ask, even though it's a Christmas show, will we still hear Elvira? The answer to that is yes, you will. You will hear me do giddy up, um, papa, mau, mau. And not only Elvira, you'll hear some of the Oak Ridge Boys hits that you expect to hear. But you're also going to hear every aspect of Christmas just about. You know, we sing about the romantic side of Christmas. Christmas can be a, a very romantic time of the year. We sing about the fun side of Christmas because Christmas can be a, a very fun time of the year. We have a great Santa Claus. He comes out on stage. He goes down into the audience, really, and interacts with the kids. So it, it it's, it's a great family show as well. And we encourage parents to bring their kids to the show because it's a great way families to spend time together around Christmas time. We also have a section in our show where we sit down in front of the fireplace and each man takes turns talking. And we talk about childhood Christmas memories, what Christmas means to us individually, and we sing Christmas songs. And so it's, it's a time of the show where people get a chance to know the four Oak Ridge boys just a little bit better. And then this is the most important part by far. We close out the show with a series of songs that talk about the real true meaning of Christmas. And that, of course, we know is the birth of Jesus and how important that is in in, in this day and age in which we live. 
you girls know there we've got a lot of problems in our country. There's a lot of problems in the world. And we feel like singing about Jesus and talking about the importance of Jesus in our lives is a very important thing. So we end the concert with that. So that's very important to us. But the whole thing is a total package. Oak Ridge Boys hit songs at the beginnings, fun, the fun side of Christmas, a great Santa Claus, you know, and then the spiritual part at the end. It's a great show. It's a great night. As I said a minute ago, it's a great way for families to spend time around the Christmas season. So we encourage families, come on out and let's celebrate together. That's very special. Thank you. Well, that concludes today's recording for Spartan Chat and Spartan TV Jr. We want to thank you again, Richard, for taking the opportunity to visit with us today, and we want to get continue to wish you all the best, and may you continue to create great music for years to come. Well, thank you. Thank you to all four of you. You, you. You're the prettiest interviewers I've ever had. I've enjoyed this thoroughly. This has been a special time for me, and I wish... All of you bright futures. You know, I, you sound like you're all three of you, four of you are very intelligent young ladies. And I wish you all the best and, and enjoy and have a great life together. Thank you. Thank you.